You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this last episode of our series, The Four Faces of Love, Ephesians 3, 17, 18, 19, the text, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height. Love has four dimensions, and this dimension is height. Height uh, corresponds to believing, to faith. It is the theme of the Gospel of John. There are four creatures before the throne of God. There is the lion, the one with the face of the ox, the one with the face of a man, the one with the face of the eagle. We are concerned today with the face of the eagle. The eagle is associated with height, with flying high. And uh, it is symbolic of faith and resurrection and victory and power. We know the love of Christ. That means to experience it. You've lived it. I have not just heard about it, but I know it. It passes knowledge. It's not something that normal human behavior does. This love that we have enables us to love supernaturally in order that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, the eagle is the symbol of this face of love. Psalm 91.4, we see it there. He, God, will cover you with his feathers. Uh, this is not talking about a sparrow. He's talking about a large bird that has large feathers, and it has to be a protective bird, a bird that other birds would be afraid of. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. An eagle fits the bill for this. The face of the eagle in the four living creatures before the throne of God is very indicative of God's great care and concern for not only covering and protecting his people, but this is what the eagle does. The eagle lifts its young out of the nest and teaches them to fly and actually even kind of dumps them off its wings. And if the little one doesn't fly, he swoops down and catches it. But he wants you to fly like he flies. The just shall live by his faith. Jesus didn't just work miracles. He sent his disciples out to work miracles. He wanted them to know what he knew. He wanted them to experience what he experienced. It's not about him doing it all for us. It's about us walking with him, engaging with him. God wanted Adam in the very beginning to understand what it was like to be God because he gave him dominion and authority. He wanted Adam to relate to him. Since he is a king and is in authority, he made Adam uh, the authority in the earth. And so that's how God works with us through love. He is calling us to this platform that lifts us up and it is not attainable apart from faith. And so love believes. You have to believe the Word of God in order to have this kind of love and faith. 
and instruction in righteousness is so very important. Here's what I want you to see. Too many people want to know God through their emotions. And I know what I'm talking about. It is very attractive. It is the way I came to know God. My first experience with God was to feel His presence and Him moving on my emotions. And I wept and I felt Him and I knew He was real. But the next day, I couldn't feel Him and I was troubled. And I wondered if I'd done something wrong. I kept looking for Him in the day. I would get back to church looking again for a feeling. Sometimes it would be there. Many times it would not be. And so I lived a roller coaster life as a believer. Some days I was up and happy. Why? Because I could feel God. It felt good. I felt like He was with me. Then there were other days I did not feel Him and I was down and I thought He must not be here. But Jesus said, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. He said, I never leave you. And so He's with us when we feel Him. He's with us when we don't. So it's very important then for you to walk with instruction. And all through this week of lessons, we've talked about how faith is tied to the word instruction. You cannot have faith until you receive instruction. So that's what you want to do. I want to show you the book of Deuteronomy chapter 32, and this is the song of Moses. And here's Moses prophetically talking to the children of Israel. And I want you to listen for the word instruction. When the Most High divided their inheritance to the nations, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the boundaries of the peoples according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. And when the children of Israel went down from Canaan into the land of Egypt, there were 70 of them. And so uh, in, in ancient times, it was uh, believed, and in, in, in the Bible presented this idea that in the beginning, there were 70 nations at the time that Israel became a nation. Now, and not, not so much in the very beginning, but 70 nations when Israel became a nation. He found him in a desert land and in the wasteland, a howling wilderness. He encircled him. Now listen to this. In other words, God put his big arms around Israel and he instructed him. Uh, there's no talk here about feelings. It's all about instruction. He kept him as the apple of his eye. Do you want to be kept by God? Be instructed. Look for instruction. As an eagle stirs up its nest, hovers over its young. Here you see instruction tied with the eagle, spreading out its wings, taking them up, carrying them on its wings. So the Lord alone led him, and there was no foreign God with him. Listen to me. There is something about faith that causes demonic spirits and evil and fear to flee. There's some people that I love dearly. They're precious folks, and uh, I, 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 they, they, they love God, but they don't have a lot of faith. They don't put a lot of stock in instruction. And when you get around them, you can feel an oppressive presence because it's not just the Spirit of God who lives around them. There is also the Spirit of the oppressor. And when God delivered Israel, He delivered them from oppression. 
nation. There was no foreign God around them. And here's why. Because people who walk in strong faith, they throw those things out. They reject it. They know how to reject it. If you don't have instruction, you will not be able to tell what is coming to you from God and what is coming to you from the devil. So many Christians don't know where things come from. There are some things that you receive. There are other things that you reject, you resist. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. A lot of people are receiving things, accepting things that God did not sin. And the reason is because they've not learned through instruction how to recognize the source. Listen to what God did. He made him to ride in the heights of the earth. What is that? That's faith. You ride in the heights of the earth that he might eat the produce of the fields and oil from the flinty rock, curds from the cattle, the milk of the flock with the fat of lambs and the rams of the breed of Bashan and goats with choicest wheat. And you drank wine, the blood of the grapes. And all these verses talk about abundance and about how God has called us to this amazing abundance. But you won't get there, you will not get there, if you do not learn how to be instructed in God's Word. Because instruction is what produces faith. Faith enables us to fly with God. But without faith, it's impossible to please Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Now let me tell you why you have to do this. Because natural people don't know how to read God. When I first became a believer in Christ, uh, I'd been saved maybe 90 days. I had a summertime job working on pipeline crew. And I determined that I would seek out every one of those eight men that were in the crew with me and witness to each one of them about my faith in Christ and talk to them about the Lord. And so one day I found what I thought was maybe the roughest one of the guys. He was a rough fellow. He had a vile uh, mouth. Uh, but when I began to talk to him, I found out he had been a churchgoer and had grown up in a Pentecostal church. And uh, he had stumbled and had quit walking with God. And one of the things that he stumbled over was that his wife died. And he told me, he said, the Lord spoke to him after his wife died. And he said, I have taken away the apple of your eye. Oh, my gosh. And I couldn't talk him out of that. He thought God did it. Jesus said the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God didn't take that man's wife. But he thought God did. Let me tell you that natural men don't think that God is good. When you look at the gods of the Orient, you look at the gods of the East and the, where they have images, and I'm talking about the places where there are images of God. Look at it. They're always mean. Most of their gods are very, very harsh. They have these hideous faces. They're very scary. That's how people naturally think about God. Very rarely do you see a God pictured, pictured with a gentle face, with a kind, loving attitude. You see these hideous faces and these oppressive and scary images. That is not the face of the God of Israel. The God of Israel shows us his face in Jesus. Even the mother of Jesus, Mary, 
was not 100% in faith when the angel came to her because the angel had to say to her, Fear not, Mary, you have found favor with God. You know, the angel Gabriel came to talk to her, and her first response was to be afraid because she thought she was in trouble. And the angel had to tell her, Mary, you're not in trouble. Fear not. You have found favor with God. This is the most favored woman on planet earth. And yet she does not feel like she is a favored woman. Can I tell you that just through the things that we do in life, we develop feelings that lie to us about where we stand with God. Therefore, you cannot know truly by your feelings what God is, who He is, what He's like, what His will is, how He works, what He says, what He thinks. The only way you can know this is by His Word. And I told you earlier, He has a delivery system. And the delivery system that God has for His faith is the book the teaching and the instruction of the book. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. That's where He gives you faith. And when you receive that faith, you develop the ability to walk with Him, not to be afraid of Him, honor and respect Him, sure, but not to fear Him and dread Him, and not to live in constant fear that somehow He's displeased with you. God loves you. God believes in you. If he didn't believe in you, he would never have sent Jesus. Now, I want to say something, and I want you to let it sink in. If you were the only sinner who ever lived, if all the rest of us were perfectly pure and had no need of a Savior, but you came along and you sinned, Jesus would still have gone to the cross just for you. He died for us all, but he died for each. Don't ever forget that. I hope you've enjoyed this series. I hope you will take the time to pray the prayer in Ephesians chapter 3 over yourself. It'll change your life. And I hope you will see that as you pray that prayer, you'll really begin to understand the four faces of love. Thank you. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below. And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below are going to MyFaithRoots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.